You are listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast, hosted by Leah Brueggemann and Katherine Johnson. We are bringing you conversations about topics you might feel strongly about, but are too afraid to begin. How we navigate entrepreneurship as a wife and a mom without losing ourselves in either identity. We want to open the conversation and how we continue to grow in our faith while pursuing our passions. How strong communities of women help us to grow personally and ways to foster them. And taboo subjects no one wants to bring up don't need to be a business owner, a wife, or a mom to come join us. All you have to have is this desire for discussions that scratch deeper than the surface. Hi, ladies. So Lee and I thought we talked about this topic, but apparently we hadn't. And this is something that is really important and something both of us love to talk about. So we wanted to discuss knowing yourself before you get in a relationship, what that looks like, like why that's a big deal. Um, so yeah, we just, we thought we talked about it and we hadn't, and this is really an important topic. So knowing yourself before you get in a relationship, we, I think most people have heard the saying, like you cannot give what you don't have. I think most people have heard that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you can't pour from an empty cup. Both of those things are saying the same thing pretty much. So if you think about that and you think about what a relationship should be, what it should look like, it's two people giving themselves to each other and doing life together. Well, Mm -hmm. ideally, right? (laughs) Ideally, that's where the relationship heads. Um, You cannot do that well if you don't know yourself first, because you Mm -hmm. can't, again, you can't give what you don't have. So if you are like unsure of yourself and you don't really know what you exactly want out of life. Um, you can't really move in a positive direction with someone else. You can't move like forward with someone else because this has happened. This happened to me. Actually, I had a boyfriend and I was way too young to probably have a boyfriend. (laughs) And, um, like at the end of high school, um, which some people that works great for some people, for me, it didn't work, um, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but yeah, because you're like still figuring out like what you're supposed to be doing in life, where you want to go. Um, I don't know. There's just so much like internal work that you need to do. I had so much internal work that I needed to be doing that I kind of put on the back burner because I was thinking of, Oh, I'm going to go in this direction with this guy that I'm dating. So like this, my stuff can kind of wait or be put on hold and that might not be true for everyone. Um, but I think that's a very common thing actually that people do fall into, um, whether you're young or not, if you mm-hmm. are not, um, just in a, yeah, if you're not in a place of self-knowledge or at least, um, in that going in that direction, like doing the work and putting in the effort, cause you know, yeah. no one's perfect. It's not like you're going to be like, I totally know everything about myself. Yeah. Like self-awareness. Um, yeah, exactly. That's a good word. Self-awareness. Um, it just causes a lot of problems. I feel like later on in the road, uh, mm-hmm. because like things, you know, I think a big complaint that people hear too, it like from the well, guys or girls, but I've heard it a lot from the guys. They'll be like, Oh, well she changed so much. Um, and this <laughs> later on, like when they've been dating for quite a while, or honestly, even when people have been married for like a year or, mm-hmm. you know, newly married, that's a, like a complaint from a lot of guys. I think honestly, it's guys more so than girls, but they're like, oh my gosh, she's just not the same person that I first dated or not the same person I first married. 
And like growth is normal. Like you should be growing. You should be growing together when you're like in a marriage, especially. But if you're, again, if you're, you have to do like, if you have to do so much growth, because that's just Mm -hmm. like the time of life or the season of life that you're in and you're in a relationship, like it's very easy either to just like lose yourself in that relationship, put yourself on the back burner or like your relationship probably is going to just end somewhere down the road because you are going to grow and you are going to be this totally different person. And maybe you're going to want totally different things. And then you are at this crossroads where you're like, well, we're not really a fit anymore. It just doesn't work anymore. Oh, I feel like we just opened a bomb. (laughs) Like I truly like I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, dang, this is a bomb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, first of all, my child is napping. Landon is napping, quote unquote, napping is going in quotations. He's supposed to be napping. So if you hear him like singing in the background, that's that's what that is. Um, full disclosure, I didn't do this before I got into a relationship. And so this conversation is more so not to make you feel like a horrible person if you did no. what I did, which was not have self-awareness I'm still learning the self-awareness yeah um before you you know got in a relationship or got married um but it's just maybe to um get more self-awareness by opening this conversation and then if you are in a place where you are not dating um maybe this will give you some insight coming from people or coming from Leah who did it the backwards way um the reason why I'm just saying this is because I didn't even start dating super young. I mean, I guess it was young as in because I graduated high school early-ish, but I didn't start dating until my junior year of college. And so, I mean, I was still young. I was like 19 or 20. So yeah, still young. But um, not only was it long distance, but... um. I totally had no zero-ish self-awareness. I had so many walls of like so many walls up. Like I was probably behind a castle wall. I had so many emotional barriers and it wasn't like I had a traumatic childhood or anything like that. That's just how I guarded myself, especially Mm -hmm. like going to a private, small private school. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's a, uh, a lot of inside stuff I feel like always happens there. But that's just how I projected myself was a lot of walls and nobody, not that it was anybody's job to do this, you know, was like, you shouldn't do that. You should, you know, you just don't do that when you're in high school. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. learn about the journaling. You don't learn about personal development books and yeah, podcasts you don't, and yeah, you and, don't really learn about, yeah, like how how to man and like manage your emotions well, which I mm-hmm. think is a failure in the education system, honestly, because teenagers especially need that, but you don't learn that stuff. Yeah. And it's not, it's always just block it off. Like don't lose your temper. Don't do this mm-hmm. instead of like working through it, which is also part of the parents way to do that. I did talk a lot, but I didn't always like, I was a good listener for people's mm-hmm. problems. I never, ever like would open up and share like what was going on with me. I always, I would share to a certain extent, but I never fully. And that is not good when you start dating because you have to emotionally be able to let that person in. You have to have that emotional connection, Um, especially doing long distance. And 
when I look back at our relationship and Seb and I laugh about this all the time, we just say that God was watching out for us and God wanted us to be together because (laughs) we had so much work to do. Um, and just speaking from my end, like I would, I would cause so many like little fights that would turn into like bigger fights just because I was not emotionally mature. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't always look at the bigger picture and I've literally have no better way of saying that except for it wasn't that I was physically young or anything like that. It was just not a lot of self-awareness and I was a pretty confident person and I had really strict like ideas in my mind of how Mm -hmm. things would always go. And I wasn't very good at looking at the other side or even seeing how possibly there could be another option or possibly Mm -hmm. there's a different perspective. It was just, I was very much my way of the highway, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. I can definitely relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just having, yeah, like strong personalities. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It can be hard to hear other people's opinions or their side of the story. But yes, I'm glad you said that little disclaimer because that yeah, I'm not like saying like if you haven't done any self-awareness work then you're screwed <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. that at all because that is another beautiful thing about relationships is that you are meant I mean especially marriage like you're meant to get each other to heaven so you're yeah. always on that path of like learning and growing mm-hmm. so yeah it's not like you can it, it's not going to work ever um, there's something really beautiful about growing together and learning together. Um, but that takes a lot of grace for sure. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of God being like, we're going to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's the open part. It's keeping your heart and your mind open to learning more and growing more. And, you know, if you think that, well, I'm, I'm done growing, like I'm, I'm at the point where I, I'm going to be, and that's great. And I'm happy with where I'm at like that. That's what's not healthy. Um, Mm -hmm. or just never even thinking about doing the work, you know, like you, and some of that just could be naivety. Naivete, however the heck you say that word. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But, um, sometimes that could be it, you know, like you just don't have a lot of life experience or especially in the realm of relationships. Like you just don't have experience. That's okay. Like there's going to be learning there. For sure. And, and you can be at, you can be on two different growth patterns at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, that's also where I say, looking back, you know, I wish that I had started this a lot earlier. And because when I started dabbling in it, one of my really big fears is that I would do it alone you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what if I just grow or I change and I change away from like Seb, not like away from our marriage, but you know, you want to be that strong team. And I remember telling him that and I was like, I need you to do this with me. (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to do it by myself. Um, because that's, that is intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't even know, like, you know, when you say self-growth awareness, it's like this like figmental thing that we're talking about. Oh yeah. You know, it's really hard to put your finger on exactly what that is. Um, 
and how to start, but I can literally, I can pinpoint an exact day when I feel like it started for me. And it started with, I had no idea what on earth I was doing. I had bought a planner. I never ever used planners. Let's start with that. But I bought a planner and there was a section in the planner that said, where do you like, what's your big goal for five years? And then what's your little goals for every year? Now, how are you going to get there? And I left it blank because I stared at it and I was like, I don't know. Like, what do I want to do? Like mm-hmm. my big goal was like, well, I'm probably, I just going to keep teaching piano and like, I'll probably get married and I'll have kids and boom, that was it. But those didn't seem like goals to me. And okay. That maybe came out really bad. That is a goal. Like if that is your yeah. goal, like then it's how can I be the best wife? How can I be the best mom? How? But that's not how I was looking at it. I wasn't even engaged at the time. I was just like, I don't know. I'm going to teach like piano and that's going to be cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like weeks later being like, that's kind of sad. Like I have no goal. Like I need to have a goal. Mm-hmm. And I never even realized or I just assumed unless you're going to like go be the CEO of a fortune 500 company, like why would you write that in, you know, a planner, Mm -hmm. but you can have goals. Like, how am I going to be the best mom? Like, how am I going to like show up and have my kids be like super happy? Like my goal is to like, you know, have this super strong marriage. Like that's, you know, whatever it is, those Mm -hmm. can be amazing goals. Mm -hmm. And every day you're taking steps forward to get there. But for me, when I looked at that, I had no goals and that was really sad. And that's, I think kind of what started it, but that's awesome. (laughs) I don't know why I could remember that. I guess it's stuck in my head. It's like really, really, really sad that I had no goals. (laughs) Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah. I am trying to think of like when I first thought of that. I think there were two things, honestly. One was that it was actually before I broke up with that boyfriend. I was like, things weren't going great. So I was like, you know, I need to think about like me outside of this relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was, he- that was like a catalyst for me because I was like, you know, I had just, because again, I was really young. I just put so much into that. And like, you know, I thought we were going to get married and all the things which we didn't, which thank God we didn't Mm because it wasn't God's plan. Um, but I just put, yeah, so much like energy into that and like thought into that, which again, that's a great goal. Like being married and having kids, like that was a goal that I had in my head. Like I knew I wanted Mm -hmm. that. And I know, I knew that that was something like, I really wanted that really badly at some point in my life, but I just didn't really think like outside of that relationship, what my goal should be or like how, what I should be doing just like for me to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more so like us getting better together, which that's great too. That's great. But like, before you can do that work, you need to think about like yourself getting better and being like yeah. basically the best person you can be. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So for, I think that it was, I can't really pinpoint exactly like a certain day or anything, but it was just kind of in that time frame yeah I started to think about it more Um, and I think like um it comes back to you don't 
you don't have to like have a cookie business. You don't have to like sell stuff. You don't have to have a business or anything to have those goals. Like, like I said, your goal can like, maybe you homeschool home Atlanta. That is <laughs> a lot of work. Um, yes. And I always hate when people are like, I'm just a stay at home mom. And I'm like, that's a lot of work too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the whole making the goal to not be reactive, but proactive. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to do this to the best of your ability? Like, how are you going to make this joyful? How are you going to like, imagine like you're a stay at home mom and like you have a joyful house. Like that's an amazing goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the self-awareness is and knowing is basically kind of knowing your triggers, you know, like how you react to situations. Um, how can you become aware of that so you can react better in situations like kind of thinking, okay, five years from now, like, where do I want Leah to be? Like, how do I want to see her showing up as a mom and a wife and a friend in a business owner and then realizing like, am I doing that today? Like how, what are steps I can take every day to get better at that? And if maybe that can be reading personal development books, like that can be growing in your spiritual life, whatever it is, the steps that you need to take to get there. But that's kind of what I believe self-awareness is and knowing yourself is kind of knowing how you react and like, is that how you want to react? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I really like that. Um, I think it's also the positive side of it too, is like how you react in positive situations and like, what mm-hmm. are you good at? Because that's actually, that's actually the definition of humility is like looking at yourself and viewing yourself honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's like, what am I good at? And what am I not so good at? And how do I react in all these situations? Um, so I think, yeah, the, I think both sides of it, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think definitely the triggers are big, definitely yeah. a big part of that. And like, um, I can relate to the emotional walls too. Mine did come from my breakup because I had really bad trust issues after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not a good breakup. That's all I'm going to say about it, but I had that, you know, and that's very common anyway. Um, more so in women, like yeah, I just had really bad trust issues after that. My walls were, yeah, like I had castle walls and there was like a big moat in front of it. So, mm-hmm. um, like I had to figure out, I knew a big, obviously because, like from my breakup, I knew that was a big part of it, but that wasn't all of it. And again, I also, I didn't have that, yeah, like a horrible childhood or anything, but I just, yeah. you know, sometimes, yeah, you just have triggers and emotional walls and you just you know, if, especially if you like, didn't have some like big, huge thing happen in your life, like, where does mm-hmm. that come from? It comes from somewhere. Yeah. Um, so like delving into where it comes from and why gives you so much insight on yourself and like why you think about the world, the, the way you do. And like, why you think about situations the way you do. And like, am I able to trust people well? And yeah. And when you said no, no, the world, or what did you say? <laughs> Whatever you said, it made me think that self-growth and self-awareness is also challenging your beliefs. Why do you believe them, you know, and being able to defend them? (laughs) It's so important. 
I think also like as you dive into the dating world or whatever, let's say um, we are Catholic. So obviously we wanted to marry Catholics. And I think understanding why you have that belief and why it's important to you mm-hmm. and why it means so much is huge instead of you just parroting oh I just grew up this way so that's what mom said I had to do that's nothing I'm sorry you have to really live that belief and know it and I think that that is so important because I I would have someone that oh my gosh it annoys me to this day he'll just like poke like you know well why like always ask questions why why do you think that and I'm just like you're so frustrating (laughs) but it's so good because I had to think about it and then defend it instead of just being, you know, instead of just saying, oh, you know, I just grew up believing that and thinking that that was truth. So I think that is huge. And then when you said um, knowing your strengths, knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses is huge going into a relationship because you know Also, what strengths and weaknesses you need to look for in somebody else. Like if you're really bad at communicating and they're really bad at communicating, that's going to cause some issues, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe you're both bad at communicating, but you, if you're aware of that and you have steps maybe in place to support that, that's where I think the self-growth and the self-awareness just really is so important as you head into the relationship. Like, for example, I talk all the time obviously. But um, I also know when something is off with people so I can really like get it out of them as to what's going on. Not so good at doing that myself, but Sebastian has the patience of a saint. And so he will wait me out. And so like he, you know, when you know that about Mm -hmm. each other, he will, it's, I just think it's really important, you know, know Mm -hmm. what your strength and weaknesses is. is, Wow. I can't talk, but continue. No, I love that you brought that up because I think it ties into also that again, more so women than men have these really, we have really unrealistic expectations from guys and like what a relationship should look like because we're told, which I mean, it is true. Like you need like, okay, I'm trying to like make, think of like a list of things like he needs to have a car. He needs to have a, com- like a steady job. He needs to have a house or at least like be able to buy a house. He needs to be financially totally stable. He needs to have like really good communication skills. He needs to be respectful. Like there's just, there's so much that we are taught, which again, these are like, they're not bad things at all. Those are not bad things, right? Those are all good things. Yeah. But then we try to cram everything, all those things into one person. And if they don't meet the mark, then we're like, oh, you're not good enough. And that's also so dangerous because like you have brought up the strengths and weaknesses part. If he's not really, really awesome at communicating, but you are, then that's awesome. Then you're going to work really well together. That's great. Mm -hmm. And if he is really, really good with money and you're kind of terrible, then that's great because you're like weakness, his, your weakness and his strength balance each other out really, really well. Yeah. So I think that's another really good aspect of getting to know yourself and having self-awareness of your strengths and weaknesses, because you're, it's also, it's going to make you compa- I think more compassionate in a way towards the other person, because you're like, I know I'm human. I know I'm not perfect. And I struggle in these areas, 
And it's going to make you have way more of a realistic idea of like what this person should be like and look like, mm-hmm. um, not look like physically. I mean, you know, you need to be physically attractive. We're not talking about that, but <laughs> yeah. um, like That's how they true. should be and the qualities they should have. Um, and I, yeah, I just, that kind of irks me really badly, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like the whole way being way too idealistic. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't have standards. Mm-hmm. Totally does not mean that. Um, it's just our expectations. I think it's, a, I think a lot of it comes from the culture we're in because there's just like the rampant feminism has taught women that we, first of all, don't need men. We're fine on our own. Yeah. And second of all, um, <laughs> sorry, it just like makes me laugh because yes. like <laughs> women, sorry, that's a topic for another podcast, but women yeah. are like, I don't need men, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, like I want somebody to buy me dinner. And oh, yeah. all of a sudden I want a baby. And I'm just yeah. like, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> might need a man for that yes (laughs) anyways this topic yes but um yeah it you know it's taught women yeah we don't you don't need a man and then also has like also made women think that like they are just like their shit don't stink honestly (laughs) like yeah like we're like goddesses and we don't you know everything we do is perfect and like what men does is like less less than yeah um but then on the flip side of that, it's kind of weird because it seems like the opposite, but it also has taught women that men have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like if he, like you don't need a man, but if you do, like he has to be way like perfectly, perfectly perfect Prince Charming um, and have like all of his crap together and no yes. problems and no faults. And that's so unrealistic. And I like literally irks me so much. And yeah that was me um and I would even do that to myself it was you know trying to just go through life never making a mistake and that just Mm -hmm. causes it holds you back from trying things doing things and Mm -hmm. I and I mean that in like the purest sense of the word I'm not talking about anything weird um but um there's Landon it's making me laugh (laughs) he's like over there in his nap I'll have to go in a second but he it's I would always look back and be like oh you messed up there you messed up there you messed up there and it just holds so much guilt and you need to very much realize that you're human and you're going to mess up and this comes with your self-growth and your self-awareness and the self-growth and self-awareness is admitting I messed up I'm sorry I'm gonna do better now I've learned how not to do that mm-hmm you know, and that comes with communicating or getting in an argument or getting upset. And I, I know for me, like I would get upset about something and then, you know, partway through, you may realize, wow, that's really stupid, but you still have to defend your position because Mm -hmm. you got upset about it. And that's where, um, I think that self-awareness can come in where you go, ugh that was really stupid. I should go apologize and get over myself. Yeah. That's my thoughts there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, you know, I start, start just, you know, anything like listening to some podcasts, reading some books on personal development, listening to other people's stories, I think is really 
it's helpful for me being like, oh my gosh, you went through the same thing I did. Um, Mm -hmm. how did you handle it? What, you know, what did you learn? And, um, just start and talk to your husband, like be like, Hey, I listened to this podcast today. What do you think about that? I think that would be good. Yeah. Cause that's definitely another thing that we pretty much already mentioned, but if you are currently, obviously if you're married or if you are like in a serious relationship and you Mm -hmm. haven't really started the whole self-awareness, self-knowledge journey, that's okay. doesn't mean you have to like leave your husband or break up with your boyfriend and go do that. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) You, you know, God gives everyone grace and you have the ability to grow where you are. Like, I love that quote, Mm -hmm. bloom where you're planted. Like just you're, you are where you are and you could just bloom where you are and start to grow where you are. I love that. And my only pro tip that I have is go on walks. Yes. With your, if you're married or with your spouse, go on walks, hold, hold, hold hands and just talk mm-hmm. my, all right. Now I have to go get my child guys. Thank you for listening to the just between us women podcast. You can find us on Instagram at just between us women podcast. And we absolutely would love to hear from you. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend and be sure to share it to your Instagram story and tag us so we can see. You can expect episodes and